This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In the air to left field. Going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball there! Coming down! down. What up? And welcome to another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I'm your host, Kevin Franzen, and that is right. I am in Pittsburgh right now. That means I'm on the call tomorrow with Scott Fransky, and I'm not going to say it was a great homestand, because I think it was rather, I don't know, three and four-ish. You blow a save, you kind of give up a, a really good Zach Eflin beginning part of his start on Monday night and then give up 16 runs after that. But it was the lead up to it. You know, you battle Kershaw, you get him bases loaded twice in the first couple innings and you just don't take advantage of that. And that's, that's baseball. That's the beauty of it. You either do it or you don't. And it's not like, it's like, Oh, well, I can't believe you swung it. No. Cause you got a guy on the mound who's won multiple, multiple Cy Youngs um, who, who's been one of the, if not the greatest pitcher in this era, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, we could talk about that for a long time, but they gave themselves an opportunity. And if you take advantage of those spots early on against an ACE, you know what happens. They, I'm not going to say they melt, but that's where you beat them. But I feel like as a team, the Dodgers picked up from the momentum that they got after Kershaw got them out of, out of two jams, really. And it was all she wrote. Uh, good fight back on on Tuesday. Uh, last night was, I mean, that's the wash. That's like, would you start a game back up at 1130 at night? Been there, done that. It's tough. It's who's going to bring the most energy. Who's going to make the first mistake? The first mistake goes, and then boom. Everything else is going to snow, snowball on that one. And then to have today to, you know, come back and really put up a, a, a great effort. Uh, one that they could have, you know, melted and, and we could have seen. I'm not going to say what we've seen in the past, but I mean, like, look, this team kept the kept fighting. This almost felt like the, the Mets series, right? Where Nola pitches his butt off. Hector gives up a, a, a home run late to Todd Frazier and then and bottom half of the inning, they score three. It's one of the best closers in the game. So today for the fightings to come back and, you know, just grind out at bats. It wasn't about the homer. Oh, congratulations, Adam Hazley, on your first big league homer. But it, it just in general, it was one of those times where you look at it and you go, hmm, all right. They do have life. They are showing exactly what you need. So there, there's a lot of things that, you know, need to still be addressed. And you wonder. I mean, it, it, we are July 18th, 2019. July 18th. You're now, what, 97 games into the season. And I still don't think anyone knows who the Philadelphia Phillies are. I think it would be honest. It's an honest statement to say that. 
that's not a good thing. Usually by game 97, you want to know who you are as a team. And not everything is clicked, right? Starting pitching, hitting, and, I mean, you can go all four phases because you go the relief core. So you go starting pitching, hitting, relief core, then the defense. They haven't all clicked at the same time this year, and you're still waiting. You're like, okay, a couple teams have had a couple good months of this kind of baseball. When's ours? Is ours going to be August, September? Is that too late? I mean, I hope not. Because we can see what happens when a team like the like the Phillies were three and a half games up. You know, basically going into June. And now we're looking at an eight-game deficit behind Atlanta. That's a month and a half. A little over that. So... It could be changed. It could be flipped real quick as long as they get on a hot streak. So, you know, a lot of good things, obviously, from Bryce. Bryce has been great. Um, And we're just starting to see pieces start to click a little bit here and there. Maybe not all the time. Maybe not as much as you want to see. But you're starting to see it. And whether it's, you know, Mikey's been swinging a good bat when he's been in there, when he's been running balls out. Uh Harp, Kingery, I just can't wait for an extended streak from Reese and from Bryce to go at the same time. I mean, you could even add it in JT. I mean, you wish you, you just add in everyone, whoever you want. But Bryce, Reese, JT, if that if that trio can get just going together and just go off, you won't really have to worry about the pitching part, right? You won't have to worry about well, hey, you will want to worry. You want to worry about it, but you know what I mean. Like you're not going to sit there and go, "Okay, give us a shutout. Give us a shutout." You don't have to do that. Uh, a little bit, you know. Gene's been struggling a little bit. JT struggled a little bit. Cesar struggled a little bit. There's been a lot of struggle, and you're just hoping. You're just hoping that that little like just, I'm going to choke and poke. With bases loaded from from Reese, that starts that, that ignites something. I've always told him last year, in the it was the first series I did in Tampa, and he hit a he was kind of struggling a little bit. He hit a bullet to right. I mean, you're talking about a low linea, and guy caught it. It was an out. There's no results. You you know you're gonna get the you know college guy in the dugout going great at bat, great at bat. But here on a pro- professional level, you want results. The college guy will say that. I'm sure we have that, but I mean, like the the same thing is you have to take that at bat, that result and see nothing but good. And whether it's a bullet or just like a little, little thing over there, like he did, did today. Um, I let, Let's hope that the catapults things. I don't think it's asking too much when you go, Hey, I cannot wait for Bryce and, and Reese and JT to all be going at the, the same time I think that would be tremendous I think we would all love it I think it would actually be really fun um you know on the pitching side obviously Nola wasn't great today but he's been fantastic um more or less I mean you see kind of today like this is that was the old part where he didn't pitch to his strengths today he pitched to the weakness of the hitter instead of pitching to his strength. And you saw him leave a couple balls over the plate. They damp put a lot of damage on him. Um, and they ran up the count. And I just feel like when you're facing a team 
Look, the Dodgers are great. They're not good. They're great. The Dodgers are not good. They are a great team. You go to back-to-back World Series, I don't care if you didn't win it. You go to back-to-back World Series, and now you're the third year, you were the best team in baseball. You're a little better than good, right? Well, that, that's what their offense does to you. And, and what Aaron Nola, I think, saw today was a little bit trying to nitpick at, at, at areas where the hitters struggle. Now, I, I feel like he's gone away from that for so long, which was pitched to his strengths, and we saw five, six straight you know, consecutive starts where he was just phenomenal. Today was that first time that we saw him back go back to a – uh, a game plan of of quadrants like go to this quadrant no like certain times you just don't pitch to like the you can't make that pitch you know why because not everyone can not everyone's greg maddox Aaron nola is special i think we all know that we could all you know sit here and <laughs> claim the same thing he is a special pitcher but you know what simplify things when you simplify things for Aaron nola it's it, it, it's going to be good times um, the Hector Neris stuff, I mean, it's hard to say because as a hitter, you think that he goes after you, but knowing Hector, you're going, yeah, he didn't, he wasn't trying, he would, you could tell like the intention of him going in and trying to back in off David Freeze the other day and then trying to get that split away. Cause it, you know, teams are diving out over, over the plate on that, on that split. And I think that is kind of a, a, a telltale sign for everyone that, you know, just don't dive. If you dive, you're gonna be, you're you're gonna get. You gotta get that. Di- you gotta get dotted. And maybe not so much in the back. If he hits him like maybe like waist high, and I don't think he gets thrown out. But because it was high, you can understand uh, the three game suspension. Well, that's you know the people taking care of the. I don't want to name names, but it's funny how they just are so quick to just. Oh, that's a three gamer. That's a three gamer. Yeah, Hector Neris has really done a lot of bad in his in his time. Nope. But today, I mean, look, when you drop an FU to a dugout, whether you win, whether you lose, or whatnot, you're gonna take it personal as the other team. And I don't fault the Dodgers for doing that. When you're 30 games over 500, and you're you know you've kind of beaten this team a little bit, you you swept them at home. Uh, you take two or three going into this ball game, so two, you know, you split the series here, so you win the series season series five two. I don't, I just don't see the showing up part, and I can understand where the Dodgers were. I'm not here to back up the Dodgers. I'm a I'm a Phillies guy, but you have to understand baseball, and that can't be one of the concepts that that, that you get. So, I totally get what they got, but. With this Pittsburgh series, with Detroit series, you have to sweep. I I really think that this is a five-game sweep time. You have to sweep. You have to. You need to get hot. And why not get hot against these two teams? Pittsburgh's good. They got an offense that could could hit a little bit. They got some pitchers. They got a really good closer in, in Vasquez. We know that. But why not? Why not go on the road? set the tone in getting a sweep. You go to Detroit, you beat a team that you should beat. Maybe steal the pitcher from them or or not. I don't know. I'm not, I'm just throwing that out there, Matthew Boyd. I don't know. I didn't even say a name right there. Did you hear that? Like it just randomly came over. Cuz if you get hot at the right time and you go home, by the way, who's coming into town finally? 
since the first time for the first series of the year, the Braves are coming into Philly. But we're not going to get over ourselves and talk about the Braves at, at, in Philly because the, the task at hand needs to be the, the Pirates and Detroit. But this stretch is the time. This is go time. Got to go. That's what we got to do. So, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed the Pine Tar for Pod, Pine Tar for Breakfast podcast. It's short. It's quick. But let's talk each other off the ledge right now. Okay? Everyone's pointing fingers. Let's stop. Let the boys play ball. They go out, play good ball. They win. They don't. They lose. So the pressure's on the guys. Play good ball. All right? Why not? Pine Tar for Breakfast. This is Kevin Franzen. I will come back to you maybe sometime this weekend. I don't know. Pittsburgh could be boring at times, but it is beautiful out. And I hope you guys are having a great night. Bye, Tom. Breakfast, Kevin Franzen. Peace. Kevin Franzen is out of here.